With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. I praise the Lord for this open door that our Lord allows us together by the radio to open His eternal Word and to study the Word of God together. I trust that if it's at all possible, you'll take the time out, get your Bible, and follow along with us as we open the Word of God today. We're turning again in our Bible to the book of the Revelation, chapter number 6, as we continue our study on the Lamb of God. We went to the book of Genesis, chapter 22, and verse number 7, and we found Isaac asking his father Abraham the question, Where is the Lamb? And we began our pursuit through the pages of the Word of God to find that Lamb. We found in Genesis, chapter 22, verse number 8, the Lamb is promised. Abraham said, God will provide himself a Lamb. Then we came to the book of Exodus, chapter number 12, and we found the Lamb pictured. Then in Isaiah, chapter 53, we saw the Lamb personified. He is no longer a four-footed beast. This Lamb is a man. And then in John 1, 29, we saw the Lamb was presented when John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Then we went to John chapter number 19, verse number 34, where the lamb is pierced and his blood is shed. And then I mentioned to you that the moment the lamb died, the lamb became the great high priest. I'm speaking, of course, of the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. When he died, he took his blood into the third heaven and placed it on the mercy seat there in the holiest of holies, there in the presence of God. It was amazing as I studied through the Word of God to discover that the word lamb is not mentioned in the church epistles. But as soon as the church is raptured out, then again the lamb comes on the scene in a preeminent way. And so we began on Monday this week, looking at the Lamb in prophecy, and we discovered that the Lamb is preeminent in the book of the Revelation. And the songwriter said it will be different the next time he comes, and friend, it will. He came the first time as the Lamb to die, but he comes back the second time as the Lion of the tribe of Judah, taking vengeance upon all sin and all sinners. And so we started looking at the book of the Revelation. We discovered in chapter 1, verse number 19, the God-given outline of this book. The angel said to John, Write the things which thou hast seen, that is past, the things which are, that's the present, and then the things which shall be hereafter. And of course, that's prophecy. In the book of Revelation, chapter 1 deals with the past. Chapters 2 and 3 deal with with the present church age. 
And then beginning with chapter number four, throughout the remainder of the book of Revelation, deals with prophecy. Chapter number one is a heavenly scene. Chapter two and three are earthly scenes. Then chapter number four and five are heavenly scenes. Then when we come to chapter number six, we come back to earthly scenes again. And the book of Revelation is almost as if you were viewing a film that had used multiple cameras. One moment, it focuses on earth. And then the other camera focuses on heaven and then back to earth. And it rotates throughout the entire book of the Revelation. But on yesterday, we looked at chapter number five. And I pointed out to you three things about the Lamb here in Revelation chapter number five. I said to you, first of all, that he is preeminent in his position. He's in the midst of the throne. The Bible said in Revelation chapter five, verse number six, and in the midst of the throne stood a lamb. So he's in the midst of the throne. And then we saw that he's not only preeminent in his position, but he's preeminent in his prevailing. Here we see this seven seal scroll. And in this scroll is the terms of the redemption of the earth. And they search for someone who is worthy to open the book. They look in heaven, in the earth, and under the earth, but they do not find anyone. And John begins to sob. He begins to weep. And one of the angels said to John, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seals thereof. And so we saw in verse number seven where he came and he took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. So he is preeminent in his position. He is preeminent in his prevailing power. And then we saw from verse number eight down to verse number 14, he is preeminent in his praises. We find first of all in verse eight, nine, and 10, he has praised, the lamb is praised by those who are redeemed by his blood. In verse number 11 and 12, he is praised by the angels. In verse 13 and 14, he is praised by every living creature. But now come with me to chapter number six. In chapter number six through chapter number 18, we discover that the lamb is preeminent in his punishment, his judgment upon sin. Again, I remind you, chapter 1 is a heavenly scene. Chapter 2 and 3 are earthly scenes. Chapter 4 and 5 are heavenly scenes. And then when we come to chapter number 6, we begin the earthly scene again. And as you study the Word of God and rightly divide it, you know that chapter number 6 through chapter number 18 deal with the tribulation period and the great tribulation period. The seven years that's known as the days of Jacob's trouble. And it's God dealing with the nation of Israel. As we look at chapter number six, and he's preeminent in his punishment, remember the church is gone. God is dealing again with the nation of Israel. And we're headed to the final battle of the Lord with Satan. And so throughout all of these chapters span basically the period of the seven-year tribulation period. Now, I'll not have time to deal with all of this, 
But I do want you to notice in verse number one of chapter number six, the Bible said, and I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals. Now, remember, on yesterday's broadcast, he has gone up to the Father and has taken this seven-sealed scroll out of his hand. Now, in chapter number six, he starts opening these seals, and this is the terms for the redemption of the earth and the creation. The first four of these seals deal with the Antichrist. When he opens the first one, and remember it's the Lamb opening the seal, then there is the manifestation of the Antichrist riding upon a white horse. He has a bow, no arrow, just a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Now, here you have the picture of the Antichrist in his deceptive role as the peacemaker. But then in verse number 3 and 4, you see the Lamb opens a second seal, and here we see the red horse and his rider. And again, this speaks of the Antichrist in his true character of war and bloodshed. Then in verse number 5, the Lamb opens a third seal, and when he does, then there is the black horse and his rider, and that speaks of the famine that follows after war and bloodshed. When the Lamb opens a fourth seal, then you see the pale horse and his rider. This is death and hell. And so you see the Lamb now is opening these seals, which manifest the terms of redemption for the earth. And he's come not as a meek lamb, but as a lion. He tears these seals open and begins to deal with them. Then in chapter number 6, verse number 9, we see that the lamb opens the fifth seal. And when he does, there is a heavenly scene that flashes in. And John said, I saw the souls of them which were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. The Bible said in verse 10, And they cried out with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, that thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And if I'm not careful, I want to go into a verse-by-verse exposition of the book of the Revelation. But you see then in verse number 12, where the Lamb opens the sixth seal, and it is upon the elements. These poured out. The Bible tells us here of the great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth, and the moon became as blood, and the stars of the heaven fall to the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs, when it's shaken by a mighty wind. But I want to come down to verse number 15. And the kings of the earth, and great men, and the rich men, the chief captain, the mighty men, every bondsman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? So there you have in chapter number 6 the opening of six seals, of this seven 
seal scroll. And I remind you, it is the Lamb that is opening these seals. And in these six seals, we have a preview of the judgment that is to come. Of course, Revelation chapter number 7 is a parenthetical chapter that deals with the sealing of the 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes of the nation of Israel, which will go through the great tribulation period. When you come to chapter number 8, there's a quick flash to heaven, and there is a 30-minute silence mentioned there. And then you come back to the earth in verse number 7, and there are the seven angels sounding out their trumpets of judgment upon the earth. And so I remind you, this is the Lamb taking vengeance upon sin, upon Satan, and upon the Antichrist that has been ruling during these last days. This is the Lamb taking control and conquering the enemies of the earth. And of course, in chapter number 8, the trumpets are sounded. And we're seeing our further study, other things that the Lamb has done. But I remind you, in the present, he's a great high priest. But when he comes back again, the church is gone. And then he comes back to deal again with the nation of Israel during the tribulation period. He will be preeminent in his position, in his power, in his praises, and in his punishment as he takes vengeance on the sins of this world. Father, take the word, use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white, it's harvest time. Well, I trust the broadcast was a blessing to you today. Let me remind you that Harvest Time is a listener-supported radio ministry, and I need to hear from a number of you. Would you pray for the radio ministry and then write to us and share with us in the financial burden of this radio work? Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you. Until the next broadcast. Argonaut.